Hello everyone and welcome to Africa Design Radio. My name is Chibweze Wuze, your host. Africa Design Radio is an audio journey that explores the world of design and how it is shaping the future of Africa. In each episode, we will explore ideas, histories and profiles of leading design professionals, creatives and thought leaders to understand how their work is creating an inclusive and sustainable society for Africa. Together, we can discover ideas on topics such as music, arts, architecture, fashion, product, graphic, and furniture design in an engaging and enjoyable manner. The show provides a collective platform that seeks to entertain and educate listeners on the fascinating ways design is impacting our lives daily. Thank you for listening. to another interesting episode of Africa Design Radio. On the show today, we have the founder of the architect Eddie Eguavon Foundation, a non-governmental organization that pushes for innovation in Nigerian architecture through an annual design competition, setting up of design workshops and buildings for communities in need. We will be discussing the amazing competition titled Lagos, City of Water, an architectural competition that is supported by the Act Daily magazine, Open House Lagos, and Living Spaces, to mention a few, with a total cash prize of about 2,000 euros for the various winners. It's my pleasure to welcome architect Odaro Eguavon to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. Hello, thank you for having me. All right, uh, thank you very much. For those of you who don't know who he is, um, he graduated with he honors in architecture from the Newcastle University, England. He founded the Architects Eddie Eguavon Foundation as his contribution to promoting innovation in architecture through competitions while impacting communities in need. He is passionate about music and plays the violin with his church's orchestra on Sundays. What's that experience like playing the violin? Um, um, it's very soothing and therapeutic. So yeah, it's an I think one of the best instruments you can possibly pick up. Okay. Well, I mean, I like the sound of the violin. Um, I don't know how to play, but hopefully, um, I, I have this plan that later in life I'll pick up an instrument. Um, <laughs> so maybe my time is still coming. <laughs> All right. Um, your late father, um, architect Edwin Eguavon, God rest his soul, who your foundation is named after. Around his architecture firm, Vuen Associates, for over 30 years. Now, he was an accomplished architect who held notable positions in several companies, as well as professional organizations like the Nigerian Institute of Architects. And before his demise, he was the chairman of the African real estate giant, Mixta Africa. Why did you set up this foundation in honor of your late father? Um. At the time of his passing, I was still in school. I was in my final year of architecture. So after graduating and everything, attending the funeral, it was about, let's say, July that the time was. And I was thinking of ways that I could honor him and ways that I could start something right out of school because I was still looking for a... um, graduate job or position at the time. So I was thinking of which direction to go. So after having a conversation with family members and 
especially my mom, I decided that I wanted to create somewhat of a charity organization because I've, I've, I've always wanted to create one and almost try and link that to architecture in a way since I myself fit into architecture as well. So after some a couple of months of thoughts, we decided to create a non-government organization called Art Idea Govoin Foundation in name of in in his name. And it was important to for the condition for, for the foundation to actually have his name. And at first we wanted to, to just go with Boyne Foundation, but we felt like that was too vague. And so we went with the full name. And it was also important to have the architects in front of that. Yes. And we also wanted to reach out to communities in need that are often forgotten in conversations leading in architecture. So that's why we, we created the foundation. All right, thank you. Um, are you the his only child to pursue architecture? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Now, um, what I want to know is, you know, why did you think it was necessary to elevate the culture of innovation in architecture? Um, this is indeed the focus of the foundation. So um, why was why did you think that you had to do this? Um, after coming back from school, I started to engage in the architectural community in Nigeria. And I felt, in my opinion, there wasn't enough engagement with the young architects in terms of engaging them to design a competition to take part in architectural competitions and events and all that. And I felt like there wasn't enough going on. So we also wanted to create a competition where the younger architects can express themselves that there isn't too much, um, there aren't any constraints in the competition. That's very important. So they, they could express themselves to their to to full ability and potential. And it was also important that we made sure the Nigerian students, even though it's an international competition, we wanted to make sure the Nigerian students also have a platform to show their, to express their architecture, the design capabilities and, and all that, so yeah. Okay, um, now just kind of to draw a bit of comparison um, with um, students of architecture who are in Nigeria and um, their counterparts, let's say in Europe, for instance. Don't you think, you know, pitching them against each other, from what you said, right, there's kind of like a knowledge gap on this side of the divide. Um, what do you think pitching them against themselves would, would help them to, to achieve? I think when you, as someone who is, who went to in the UK, you see a lot of differences in the way architecture is handled. But where I went to is also very different from another UK university. They, there's a drastic difference in the way they, they, they teach architecture. Some is more artistic, like the one I did, which I don't, I didn't really prefer in my opinion, but some are more practical, more professional base, they'll take you to um, construction sites and kind of involve you in the professional aspect of it, which I think is more important in the grand scheme of things. But I think um, 
when it comes to architecture competitions, you hear of students from around the world winning the competition and all that, but you never really hear of Nigerian students, even when it comes to finalists or honorable mentions, you, you don't really see those names of countries there. So I, I also wanted to use this to almost encourage architecture, fellow architecture students and young professionals to kind of get involved in these competitions and express your create your creativity through these competitions. Because um, being from Nigeria can it can allow you to give an alternative reality through your design. So I think that's very important. All right, thank you so much. Um, now the, the competition is targeted at wetland communities around Lagos. Um, mm. Now, why, why is it important for us to envision a future for Lagos that is on water? Mm. Well, during my final year in architecture, I, I was meant to do a project that was based on water, but it ended up not working out because of the studio I was in and, and the theme of the studio didn't really merge with the idea of floating architecture and all that. But I still studied it greatly. And one of the concepts of floating architecture is floating affordable housing. And why a lot of architects and um, other people in the building environments are talking about floating architecture is because of sea level rise and other climate caused problems. And I noticed that, well, it's obvious that the people that would be mostly affected by this are the poor communities. And usually when people think of water-based communities in, in Lagos, they immediately go to places like Makoko or other communities close to the, along the water in the lagoon. And I think even though the sea level rise that will be, that will have drastic effects is, in, is a long time away. The covering um, notion of, re, of evicting all these people, which has been estimated to be over 200,000 people in Makoko alone, is will cause a really huge problem in the whole of Lagos, maybe the whole of Nigeria. And I think rather than um, evicting them, I think it's better to kind of build a better and more sustainable community for them. Okay, so um, in the past, I mean, there have been attempts by various organizations, various architects, you know, to kind of look at Makoko um, as a case study and try to create solutions that, you know, could help the overall well-being of the residents of that community. Um, why do you think your competition is different from the rest of them? You know, what 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 is the new thing that you're bringing to the table that people could look forward to? Okay, that's that's another thing that that's another reason we wanted a competition where Nigerians and other people from other countries can present ideas for for floating cities and floating communities in Nigeria for communities in need. Because when it's time to present this idea or proposal to government or people in power or whoever we are going to present it to, it's important to have a wide range of ideas from different, different people, different parts of the world to show that 
there is hope and people actually have ideas to use community. And they're not all expensive, they're affordable and actually can be achieved very easily if we actually just put our minds to it. All right, thank you. So um, who are you partnering with on the project? Well, as you said, we've been working with Arch Daily, Open House Lagos and um, Living Spaces. But we've also been working with competitions.rk, which, which is an international competition website. We've been working with arctime.ru, which is a Russian-based competition website. Info Designers, which is based in Europe, RKOL. Designer, Designers Magazine, which is based in India, and the competition blog. Okay, so who, who can apply to the competition? Um, we've left the competition very open, but we do encourage more younger architects. So younger architects or students, recent graduates. We, we are open to everyone, but we encourage younger architects to participate to further engage with the competition as well. Okay, um, and are they meant to pay an entry fee? Yeah. There, there's an entry fee, and recently the entry fee just increased. Like you usually see in um, competitions, it's not a competition. After a certain period, they tend to increase. Um, the early registration fee was five euros, which um, five euros for international and one thousand seven hundred and fifty naira for local Nigerians. But it recently increased to twelve euros and four thousand two hundred naira for Nigerians. Okay. What are the judging criteria um, for this competition? Um, there is there's, there's a series of things that you usually see as judging criteria in architectural competition, and that is what we have, we have, we have adopted as well. Um, sustainability is one of the main ones because the whole project is about being sustainable and building sustainable communities for, for communities in need. So sustainability concept, the creativity and also the way they present the work. We believe the, the way they present the work and create communicated to us is very important because you can have a very good project, but if it's not communicated in the right way, it can be lost. Mm. Okay, um, so what documents um, are applicants expected to submit in order to enter for the competition? Um, we've kept the submission documents very simple. Um, as usual, you have plans and sections, but we also ask for a main cover image. This is the kind of image that you put, let's say we have a winner. What, what one image would you like to put as the banner to represent your whole project? So this can be either a perspective vendor. Some people do some really cool sections that are also in perspective. We also ask for a project write-up like a few paragraphs to explain your projects and as well as three tags, which is used as a, a way of summarizing your projects in three words, three topics. What three, three words did describe your projects in a concise way? And also the perspective images. And all of this is in the question brief that's available on the competition page on the website. Okay. Um, is, is there a deadline for entry submission? For registration, the deadline is August 10th. 
and for the submission of your work is August 25th. Okay, and um, what are the prizes that are up for grabs uh, for winners of this competition? Well, in the competition, there are four cash prizes altogether and 31 non-cash prizes. So that's, this, this competition is different because we actually have two first place winners. We have one international, and we have one Nigerian, and this was important to 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 almost compare and also show what Nigerian students are actually capable of on, a, on an international scale. So we have a first place um, international, first place in the Nigerian. They they will both get seven hundred euros each, which is about two hundred and forty-five thousand naira. Okay. Yes. Second place, which is 400 euros or 140,000 naira, depending on who wins. Um, third place, 200 euros, 70,000 naira. Then there's 10 honorable mentions, 20 finalists, and one founder's choice. It's just one project that stands out to the founder. Yeah, so if uh, for people that want to get more information, where can they go to um, more information about this competition? Um, for easy access to all our links and socials, you can go to our Instagram, which is boyn.foundation, which is V-O-E-N.foundation. And if you click the link in our bio, it leads you to a series of links that goes to our website, our LinkedIn, registration, information about the competition and the brief. All right. Thank you so much, um, Odaro. Um, if you're just joining us, we've been speaking to the founder of the architect Eddie Guavon Foundation, an NGO that pushes for innovation in Nigerian architecture. And uh, we've been talking to architect Odaro Eguavon, founded this organization in honor of his father. Um, thank you so much, Odaro, for being a guest on the show. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. If you want to hear more interesting episodes of Africa Design Radio, head now to our page on all platforms where you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do give us a review. You can also write to us at africadesignradio at gmail.com or follow us on social media at africa underscore design underscore radio. I'm Chibweze and you've been listening to Africa Design Radio. Thank you.